Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We thank you for listening today and hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit about curling. But most important, we'd love to answer your questions. So send your questions in to inchbyinch at peterinch.ca and you'll be entered in a draw to win a smart thermostat that we'll draw for at the end of the month. How's Mr. Gilbert? I'm good, thank you. All good. Uh, 579 people following yeah, us on Facebook. Still a long way from 1,000. Uh, moved, by, moved by four. Now we were 25 last week. Okay. You know why we only moved by four? I'm sure you'll let me know. Weather's great. Oh, the weather, yes. The weather is spectacular. Yeah, and the reason it's so great is it's time to take your air conditioner covers off. It's time to let that air conditioner breathe. Are you sure about that? I am positive. I looked at the forecast for the week coming up, and it is time. Sunday, take your covers off. Make them, what do you want to say, free so the air can blow through them. Okay, and then what happens if it snows? It's not. It snows done. It's going to be beautiful weather next week. We're doing air conditioner tune-ups because it is so warm next week. You're sure? Positive. 100%. Now, today it's cold. We're going to get a little snow. Yes. Sunday it's going to be okay, but then it starts going. Then spring's here. It's going to warm up. Snow's gone. Grass is growing. I might even rake my lawn. You know, it will be on Sunday. Oh, no, so. you're curling on you're curling when this is being aired. Well, Saturday, yeah, Saturday when this is aired, we're yeah. in the Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Curl for Kids at yep. the St. Thomas Curling Club. We, uh, Peter Inch and Associates are sponsoring it, as well as we have two teams in it. Yeah, got a bit of a grudge match going, yeah. yes. It'll you're, be... you're on one. Yes. The losing team. And I'm on the other one. What? what the, are you, the winning what team. What are you talking about? Uh, I stacked the team. I kind of made sure I had like all the good players. So you took the team that I had last time and, and won it with. That's right. And you, yes, yeah, so you took Dan and I out, and you took over. But you know what? It just means one thing: don't lose. Because if you do, <laughs> you'll have that team back next year. Well, no, I'll just because we plan to win with our team. Now we've been watching the Briar. You know, we're down, you know, there's now a countdown clock for the London Briar, counting down to see when it's going to be here. But, of course, they're playing in Lethbridge. Mr. Howard from Ontario having a little rough time. He is having a very rough time, right? So I think he's out of the playoffs. Uh, But our uh, team, Mr. Jacobs. He's in. And Cooey's in. Gushu's in. Yeah, and then uh, Botcher most likely will be there. So lots of lots of good teams, and hopefully a lot of those teams we're going to see in uh, London next year. And most important, but they won't necessarily be who they're playing with. No, there could be shakeups coming after yeah, the Briar. Big shakeups. Now the most important thing is tickets are on sale for the Briar. Are they? And have you got yours? No, because you don't have to buy tickets. No. So <laughs> uh, we have gone on as a volunteer sponsor. Yes. So uh, we want to thank all the volunteers that are going to be there. So we've gone on as the sponsor of that area. 
But ticket sales are going so strong, we're up over 1,200 packages already sold. We're a year out, and it's booming. And championship weekends are on sale. So explain that. Like, what's going on with the championship weekend? So the championship weekend, it used to be, you know, when the Briar was here last time, you had to buy full event. You know, then they would put opening weekend on sale. Then they'd put, like, championship weekend on sale. Then they'd put individual games this time we said put that championship weekend on sale right away and that is like the friday saturday uh sunday so you get to see semifinals finals so when you buy uh when you buy a package which is there that doesn't include the weekend that only includes if you buy full event it gets you everything hear that thunder (laughs) (laughs) it gets you everything the full event does okay and the championship weekend just gets you that final weekend yeah so if it's me is that all explained on the is that all explained on the uh, website of course it's perfectly explained on the website so everybody can understand everybody everybody but But so the people that just want to just go for but I'm, i'm losing train of thought here my my i've heard through the grapevine that uh, you're trying to, on the, on the weekend, you're trying to fill Budweiser Gardens. Not just the weekend. Oh. I want it full, 9,000 fans, every, every game. Every Listen, time. I know Monday or like morning games are a little tough because everybody's at the patch the night before. So, you know, I'll, I'll, 5,000 people for morning games I'm okay with, but 9,000 for afternoon and night games. Like we, Not just for the final weekend, every game. Wow. Then they'll be back. Well, could, well could, then, yeah, the CCA will give London any event they want. That's right. So let's fill it. Let's make it exciting. And then, you know what? Olympic trials, maybe? Well, that would be, if they would give us an Olympic trials, that would be absolutely spectacular. So we right? just have to Prove sell it. it out. Prove it. Yep. Come sell on. Come on, London and area. Let's get these tickets sold. So we, I was going around table to table. I know you were. At the curling club. Tuesday night, trying to convince everybody to buy tickets. And what was your uh, what was your response like? Well, I think it was good, and then some people wanted to buy sweets, so we even sent out that information to them. So everything, you know, fill it all up, just make it great and make it loud. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be loud. Yeah, we may we may have to get those you know clappers again or the thunder sticks that we got to blow up. No, no, I'm not blowing them up. <laughs> so do you know what you you purchased those. Actually, the paper ones worked out fine without having to blow those other ones up because I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> you didn't like it sitting there no. for an hour and a half no. before the game blowing no, up blowing a up. Nope. thunder stick? No, nope. nope. no, okay. not, no. Can't, can't convince you of that? Nope. You know. Nor could you convince me of volunteering for the outdoor rink. <laughs> no? No. Well, we'll not see. Not happening. Even for one shift? Nope. Yeah. Well, well. Nope. Even if I cried, nope. I want an <laughs> I want an inside job. All so, right. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I hope everybody gets there. Now, you're interviewing somebody I know very well this week. Who? You don't even know. I, you, you, you didn't tell me. Brandon Inch. Oh, am I? Good. Yeah. He's going to be your your interview in the second segment. Okay. So that will be. I may sit in here and listen. You to that can't. One. You're not allowed. You can only hear it on the radio. I, I think those I have, are the rules. I think I have some pictures I need to put on the tree so I can do that while you're. No, that that makes noise in the studio. We have to have complete silence. Yeah. 
Even the thunder that we no, just had yeah, a minute you ago. Yeah, because yeah, you get going with your hands and things get knocked over. So well, you know what? I keep, I, I, I look a little ugly. Well, let's this talk week. about <laughs> let's talk about that in segment three, shall we? In segment three, yes. you want to talk yeah, about I, I why do. I don't quite look normal? Yeah, yeah, and you know, I just I can't tell you some things you just shouldn't post on Facebook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And, and you're saying I shouldn't have posted that? I don't know. Yes, yeah, it's hard to say. Well, I was just trying to make sure everybody knew. Oh, everybody knows where I, you know, why I didn't make it to the night's game. Why I was kind of huddling at home for the weekend. Yeah, and, yeah. And then I went to Tuesday night curling. Yes, you did. Should have probably stayed you home. Stayed home because the ridicule was very <laughs> yeah. uh, active. Yes. Yeah. I even came over from two ices over during the game to, to kind of tell me. Yeah, I think what what they were, they were, they, once they heard, they said maybe you could have come up with a better story. Wasn't that yeah, it? That's yeah. right. Everybody said that. You yeah. got to come. And I said, well, I'm just telling you the truth, what really happened. Yeah. And, so. yeah. and she still lives with you? Uh, yes, she does. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, but she's coming in a lot better. I think she realized that she hurt me. Oh. So she's been... Uh, been coming in a lot. She better. doesn't want to play anymore. No, she still wants to play. Okay, <laughs> but she allows me to catch her. <laughs> now, when we uh, we have a new thing on our website, we want to make sure everybody wants to know. So, if you want to listen to this show or any of our shows, you can go to peterinch.ca, peterinch.ca, and hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage. So at the very top of the homepage, there's a microphone. Just click on that, and you can listen to any of our shows. Directly. Directly. Wow, that's and good. That's cool. So, I like that. Yep, so it's it's going to be very good. So when we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always at peterinch.ca. We'll be right back after these short messages. Welcome back to Inch by Inch. Uh, home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates, Heating and Air Conditioning. Um, we're on the radio. You can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca. Uh, so this is the second part of our segment that we've been doing uh, this past, uh, since we've been back on air in January. And this is uh, when I get to do uh, an interview of one of the company founders. And so today, my special guest is Mr. Brandon Inch. Brandon, how are you? Good, Steve. How are you? I'm great. So, uh, welcome. Thank you. This is the... Um, have you been on the air before? Back in the day, yeah. Did you? It's right? been a couple okay. years, so... Cool. All right. Uh, so, you know, it's just... It's it's easy. Oh, it is. Yeah, okay. especially when you and uh, my dad are the hosts. So. <laughs> okay. So, uh, usually, you know, when I've just been uh, talking to the guys, just we just kind of like to know a little bit about who you are, what you do, why you're doing this. Uh, so... If you can just, I, I know you are the son of Peter, but Correct. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I'll give you a little family tree here. Uh, cool. Roy Inch was my great-grandfather. Yep. Gerald was my grandfather. Cliff was his brother. Yes. Um, and then there's Tim, who's my uncle, and Peter, who's my dad. And then, of course, me, fourth generation uh, in the family. Yeah. No so, pressure, right? No, no pressure. none whatsoever. <laughs> Four generations, yes. yes. But it's it's good to have a fourth generation in the building. Oh, it's great. I mean, that's where I've learned, you know, most of my professionalism. Yeah. Um, just watching them. You know, you don't think about it when you're younger, but just watching how they handle themselves with customers, things like that, it really uh, helped me grow, and I didn't even know about it. So Cool. Yeah. So, you know, a lot, you know, 
as a as a son of a father who is a professional, um, you know, he wanted me to get into his trade. I didn't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. But here you are, you know, um, here you are now, uh, a young man in your I, I don't even know how old you are, but thirty two. Yep. Okay, young man in your thirties, yep. early thirties, and you know, you you've picked up the family business. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, I was the same as you. Uh, I didn't want to get into the trade at all. You know, I. Just, uh, you know, no one wants to do what their dad does when they're 17, right? It's true. Just, uh, yeah, it's actually a little bit of very... a rebel, right? <laughs> yes. So, um, you know, I went to school for uh, website design, um, realized early on it wasn't for me, but still finished it. You know, that's just what he's taught me. No matter what you do, you, you finish, finish it. what you start. Yes. Yep. So I did that. Didn't really pursue it. Uh, spent a couple of years just doing other jobs, you know, factory jobs, things like that. And then, you know, 22, I realized, you know, what, what the heck, I'll go for a go for a ride along and right. uh, just see just what it's see about. If I like it. And, uh, you know, after two ride alongs, rest was history. You're you hooked. Know? Yeah. I just <laughs> loved, uh, loved, you know, the, the gratification you get from uh, giving someone heat who didn't have heat or just fixing a scenario that they didn't, uh, didn't, you know, they had a bad scenario with another company and you come in and smooth it all over. It was yeah. really, uh, it, I really enjoy it. So can I ask who those guys were that you rode with? Are they? Do you know? Do you oh, know who they I were? I know one was Craig, one Craig was Hearn, Craig, and okay. then it was a there was a plumber at the time. Okay, um, I can't remember his name, but I real realized real quickly I didn't want to be a plumber, and that's nothing <laughs> against plumbers. Just it no, wasn't no, it's, for me. It, I get you. Yeah, it's because yes. they they their work is certainly different than what uh, Craig would do. Correct. Yeah. So Craig, so he he actually obviously he's a founder here now as well, and. Yep. Um, He's kind of an interesting individual, so I'm good that because he trains well. I mean, he is. yes, yeah, his uh, him with customers. I mean, you know, if I could be half the guy he is with customers, I'll be fine because oh, he is just. I think you're selling yourself a little short. Yeah, no, yes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you do for the company now? So, not now you're 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 you are a not only an employee but you're also a founder of the company. Correct. And so your role here is um so right now i'm a lead installer um but i can do service maintenance um you know i've got my g2 gas license 313a apprentice um and yeah i'm uh installing the equipment if they need me to service the equipment i'm out there if they need me to maintenance the equipment um you know i'm all in here this is a this is a great thing yeah it's uh, giving the community you know great uh family valued service as well as uh you know there's no uh sales catches or anything like that right. we're here just to, you know give you your options cool so um you because there's a, a so a service technician like craig or you know josh or or brandon or rob like they're only in a house for approximately hour maybe two sometimes depending on the repair that they're doing mm-hmm. but an installer you're there for the day yeah, sometimes too. Depending sometimes on how good the job too. Is. Yeah. So you actually get to touch the customer more than anybody in the building. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yep. And it's uh, you know, I'm I love it. You know, you're there all day. Take pride in your work, so the job's easy. You know, you don't have to be worried at the end. Um, it's really uh, I really enjoy install. It's kind of like service you're doing about four to five calls a day, so you're just go go go, and you kind of don't get that you know, kind of personal vibe as much as you'd like. Um, but when you're there all day, uh, you can kind of step back at the end of the day and be like, wow, I installed this furnace air and it looks great. You yes. know, level, 
you know, I'd be proud to put that in at my mom's house. That's what I always say. I always say, uh, treat every job like I'm installing at my mom's. And cool. No, Not your dad, no but your mom's house. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> no, that's good. Yeah. And it's so, and then you, um, so customers, you know, so far we've seen on our website nothing but five-star reviews for you. So, yes. you know, you're doing some great work out there. Yeah, and I feel a lot of it is a service too. So a lot of people think that, you know, an install, you just put it in and you're out the door. But there's a lot of service work at the end. You know, you got to make sure your gas pressure is good. Um, there's many things, you know, you got to make sure, even though you're putting an air conditioner in the winter, you got to make sure that contactor is still going to close. So when they do turn it on in the summer, they're not going to have a no cool right off right. the stop. So. Right. Cause that leaves kind of a bad taste. In your it mind. does. Yes, it does. So I kind of like to make sure that, you know, when we leave there, there's going to be no issues. Customers have peace of mind and they should be, you know? Yes. Yeah, yeah they should be. Yeah. They should, they mm-hmm. should know that when they, you know, when, when they pay for something because, you know, they pay us when the job's done. Correct. And so you're collecting a lot of money for something and they maybe not even have test drove it yet, right? Exactly. Yeah. So yes. you really don't, you know, you want to keep that because um, uh, I always say, um, you know, that people, a lot of guys can install, but not a lot of guys will take that extra hour, hour and a half at the end to stick there to make sure that it's working properly. A lot of guys want to get in and get out. Right. Um, and that's one of the advantages of us. I truly, this is our, this is our baby, right? Yeah. So we're going to take care of you. Yes. And so, and I'm pleased that, you know, you're, you're not slow. You're very methodical at what you do. Yeah. And the work that you do is, is wonderful because uh, I get to go back after you've been there and after you've given the customer a great experience, then I get to go back and talk to them again. So yeah. Uh, it's, it's great because they've got nothing but praise to say about, you know, your team, our professionalism, the red carpet treatment they get, right. all yeah. that stuff. They're actually, they're, they're quite thrilled with their experience. Yeah. And I will say that's the best part about us. We all work together. We complement each other. We all have strengths. We all have weaknesses. Um, but we all come together at one yeah. point and you know, there's times to rush on an install, but I will say there's times when you need to go slow when you need the finesse and the rush is just going to make it worse, worse. down the road yeah. So, yeah and so you know this is kind of a personal question because uh it, you know in our trade we're always ridiculed Salespeople are always ridiculed about their poor measurements about not being able to read a tape measure properly so right. i'm just going to get this out there because if it's true then just just say steve you no. need glasses uh and we'll just move on no steve you've been great <laughs> honestly um from other salesmen I've had experiences with, um, where the metal was always wrong, you are you're well above them. So uh, I've just been doing it a long time. I hope I get it right. And yeah. and our new addition, so uh, our new addition as well was Spencer. Uh, he's been he's great to work with as well. So I just and I just don't want him to be polite. I just say if there's something I'm missing, I need to know because yeah. anything I can do to make your job go smoother, then that's my job as well, right? And right back at you, same yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Honestly, it's it's been. I'm thrilled. You know, we got a great team here, and I'm thrilled that you're part of it. Yeah. Uh, and just you know, we've we've got we're doing we're going to do a lot of great things. Oh yeah, sky's the limit. So yeah, it's great. So um, we're just going to be looking to grow and continue on. But I just want to say, just uh, as a as a fellow coworker and associate, just thanks for all the stuff that you do, yeah. and uh, just thanks for actually because. Your work reflects referral business that we're going to get yes. because when people are that pleased with their experience, mm-hmm. they pass our name on. So uh, just 
kudos to you and all the stuff you do, and I just want to say thanks. Yeah, appreciate it. Same, same with you, Steve. Okay, man. Right. So I just want to say um, we're going to be um, right back uh, right after this break. Thanks. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. How did your interview go, Mr. Gilbert? My interview went exceptionally well, I thought. So, yeah, he might even... Chip off the old block? I know. I think he interviews better than you. Does he? Oh, yeah. yeah we yeah. still got to do mine, hey? I, oh, I yeah. may be a difficult interview. I may just play that difficult. You guy. just have to answer the questions, okay? So when I ask you a question, just stick to the, just stick to the okay. question. Well, you go off on tangents. All the time. Yeah. But so. I'm allowed because I'm the interviewee. Or interviewer. Sorry, you're the interviewee. Yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it will be very interesting for all our listeners. Now, you uh, wanted to wait to explain to the listeners why we're on radio and not TV. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) well, uh, just people need to understand that you had a little accident last week. So not only did our office manager, Vanessa, slip and fall on the ice and break her leg in three places... Um, which put her on the sidelines for a bit. Uh, but then you decided that that's not good enough, that you, sh- you, didn't, sh- you didn't want her to be the only one who was injured, right? Well, yes, I did. <laughs> but it didn't turn out that way. But I wish she was the only one who was yeah, injured. Yeah, so then uh, people started asking me just to stay away from the office because they <laughs> thought that something was going to happen. Anyway, so you, if my understanding is correct, uh, you, um, you know, Tundra doesn't, doesn't you know, she spends time inside, and then the weather's nice, so when you let her out, she wants to be out. Like, she wants she wants to be, she wants to hang out and just run around in the backyard, bark at things, you know, do what she does, right? Bark at the air. <laughs> no, she barks at things specifically. She sees things that none of us can see. Anyway, so uh, when she was doing that, then obviously your time runs quick, and you want to get back in. So when you want to get back in, she's got to get back in. But she doesn't necessarily agree with that timeline. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> I mean, she never agrees with your yeah. timeline. Uh, and I know you've tried different tricks. You've tried ice cream. You've tried sneaking her into the garage to get into the car. All kinds of different tricks. But she's pretty smart. Yeah, right? She figures them out. You're yeah. good for one. Yeah. And then she yeah. figures yeah. it out. Then you're, then you're stuck. So this particular time, you thought you had her in a particular good spot that you were going to get her. Right? Yep. And so... Just for the listeners, in order for Peter to increase his reach, he will grab a, a broom handle. So he's got a broom handle from a curling broom and, and his arm. So that way now he's got like a good triangle that he can kind of stop her from running away. And she's good. Once she realizes that she's in that triangle, she'll stop. Like yeah. Most dogs, you know, would just plow through and go see you. Grab it and yeah. run away yeah. with it. <laughs> so you thought you had her. And yet, uh, she started to trot away and, and do a, a different little detour on you. Yeah, she did a head fake and yeah. turn around and run away. And so then you tried to run to block her, correct? Yeah, I tried to run to catch her, not right. block her. Okay. But and then you tripped. I stubbed my toe. And you planted the broom into the ground, and your momentum, <laughs> the momentum of the force carried you into the broom handle. It almost took your eye out for crying out yeah, loud. Carried my face right into the top of the broom <laughs> handle, about an inch down from my eye. So 
thank God it wasn't an inch higher because it would have been. So I have to ask, was anybody around? Nobody was around. No cameras. No cameras. Nobody was around. Because that's, you know, that, that's a way of making yourself a million dollars. You understand that. Right? Well, I did a yell. And I'm sure I, you did. And I grabbed my face and then I decided to stay outside because it was cold. And I thought, well, that'll help my face. Right. And then all of a sudden, I couldn't see, see out of my eye anymore because it had swollen clothes. Right. And I thought, maybe I should go in and take a look at this. Right. So. And out of one eye, you determined that it wasn't so good. Yeah. And, yeah. And so I want to thank St. Joe's Urgent Care. They did a wonderful job. I was there. Did anybody laugh at you when you're telling the story? Well, no, but there was a little girl <laughs> in the stroller in line behind me that was probably three or four years old. Yes that kept talking to me, saying hi and even though you look like yeah. something out of a yeah. out of you know, a Star Wars movie yeah. when they bring in those characters. Her mom kept turning her. <laughs> she, Don't look at that man. And then she kept poking her head out and saying hi. So so, so then, you know, knowing that your eye is now black and blue and closed, yeah. you decided that you should pay, post this on Facebook. Well, yeah, I just thought everybody should see what fun I was having. <laughs> okay. And and you got quite a response. Yes, I did. Yeah, you I, did. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of people responded. And I got a response last night from someone who had a black eye and a broken wrist, Donna Crotts. Is that right? And she says, uh, I'm trying to keep up with you. <laughs> <laughs> But unfortunately, she fell and uh, broke her wrist and had to get stitches above her eye. I didn't. I didn't have to get stitches, so she won. She got stitches. Wow. But, okay. Yeah. So it's uh, been turning different colors. Of course, it'll go through the spectrum yeah. of the rainbow. Yes. It was a beautiful purple on Monday. It looked it like good. I had eyeliner on. It was great. Now we're down to a yellowy green. You know. Yes. But uh, it's getting better so that not people don't notice it right away. It takes them, and then they go, what happened to your face? Yeah, so then you went to the curling club on Tuesday night to play. Yes. Yeah. How was that for you? Uh, that, that was, I tried to hide, you know, at the first, but then people come over and start talking to you, and then they go, wow, and everybody goes, wow, what? And they all start coming oh, yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah, I told the story like 150 times. And and they were disappointed in the story. Yeah, they wanted something better, like <laughs> I rolled a car or something like that. But, yeah, got but, into a bar fight or yeah. anything, yes. Yeah, okay. no luck. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks for that. Thank, and uh, yeah, we're good. Well, enough about my face. Okay. Let's get back to some heating and air questions. Okay. So again, we talked earlier, take your cover off. Um, this question came in, how often do I need to change my air filters? Well, it just depends on the, a few factors, depends on the thickness of your air filter, so the air filter you're using, whether it's one inch, four inch, five inch, or, and then also the, also the other thing which uh, affects it is just your, your home. So uh, if you live on a, if, you, if you're the last house on a circle, you're going to get more dust than let's say you're a house going down the street. Uh, people who live along a busy road like Oxford. Wellington Road or Oxford or Wonderland, yeah. they're going to have more dirt and dust in their home than someone who lives uh, in a subdivision, let's say. So really, you have to keep that into mind. So really, you need to... But once you establish your uh, your filter change, um, it, that's not going to change. So once you figure out what your schedule is, then just put it in the calendar. So a one-inch we recommend once a month. And now, some people who have very clean houses... 
uh, can go once every two months, but you wouldn't want to go any further than that with a one-inch filter. Four-inch filters, there again, could be three months, could be six months. It just depends on the cycle. So uh, keep track of that and then find some way to remind yourself of that. So whether that's on your smart thermostat or in your phone or on a calendar, uh, write it down so that you know that you're going to do that on a regular basis. Then you won't have um, you won't have a problem like when the air conditioner goes to turn on, you haven't changed the filter and it can't cool the house. Now another question came in says, if I'm replacing my outdoor unit, do I need to also replace my indoor unit? Now you might explain what an outdoor and an indoor unit is. Right, so there's always two parts to an air conditioner. Uh, some people don't understand that. There's the part outside that they we're all familiar with. We refer to that in the trade as the condensing unit. It's the big box outside the house which has a fan and a compressor and it makes noise so uh, that's the part that everybody is familiar with but then there's uh, there's copper lines that run from that unit and they go inside and you'll see when you get to your furnace they they end up in the box above the furnace we refer to that as the plenum so mm -hmm. and inside that there's a thing that we call uh, an evaporator coil I call it a sponge because its function is to absorb the heat and the moisture from inside the house. It squeezes the moisture out of the air and then puts it into a drain. And then the heat is transferred out to the condensing unit outside. So always two parts to an air conditioner. And most importantly, if you're changing the outdoor unit, you always, always, always should change the indoor unit as well. And the lines typically, depending on refrigerant so if you've got old refrigerant in your lines then you should change the lines because we can't guarantee that we can't guarantee we're going to get clean enough for the new refrigerant to travel through it so when the refrigerant travels it carries a little bit of oil residue with it. that's correct yes and we're going to talk about the difference in freon in our next question but okay. if you want to listen to this show or any of our shows go to the peterinch.ca and hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage, and you can hear this show or any of our previous shows. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752 or always at peterinch.ca. We'll be right back after these short messages. Well, welcome back to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. So, Steve, we were talking a little earlier about replacing an outdoor unit and replacing an indoor unit, and this question kind of ties into it. It says, why should I replace my R22 unit? What's R22? R22 is a type of refrigerant, so it's, it's CFC-based. It's chlorine-based, so it's not uh, very good for the environment mm -hmm. and has been, really, it's been phased out, so uh, we aren't allowed to use it anymore. Um, and so it is gone. Uh, so now it was replaced several years ago by an, a different refrigerant that we refer to as R410. And R410, just it's not chlorine-based, but it's still, it's still a refrigerant, and some refrigerants are harmful. Um, so uh, that's, just, that's just how it, it cools the, you know, cools your home, takes the heat away and cools your house. And then the and the, the reason, like, so let's say I go out on a, on a central air and it's R22 and it needs a compressor or it needs that indoor coil. Right. 
So, um, because the outdoor units are 22, uh, it, one thing, it means it's, it's a very old air conditioner and you, you shouldn't repair it uh, just because of the age. But also, now that the fact that it's got the refrigerant in it, we can't, we can't do anything about that. So, uh, nor can you just fill it with a different refrigerant because it's, it doesn't work that way. So, you have to, at that point in time, if you're, you're going to be recommending upgrading or replacing the air conditioner with a, with a different one with different refrigerant. And because we're using different refrigerant, everything has to change. So we change the outdoor unit, we change the indoor unit like we would anyways, but now we're going to take out the line that connects the two of them together because it's had our 22 refrigerant running through it. And as you mentioned before, there is oil that runs through that refrigerant, and that's the problem. It's the oil, the residue of the oil, that builds up on that line set on the inside that we can't really uh, clean. Another, they're, they make cleaners and they say that they're good, but you know, really, that just probably gets you outside the warranty period, and that new air conditioner will die at that point in time because you left the old line set in. So. It's best installation practices, always, always, always change the line set uh, when you're changing refrigerants like that. Now, they also say, what size air conditioner do I need? Like, is it like a car? I just go buy a two-door or a four-door? Sure, or? yeah, just, you know, bigger's better. Uh, that's not the way we do things here. So we, um, we are licensed uh, to do heat load calculations in your home. So I carry a license for that. So what I do is... I will go into your house and I'll measure uh, square footage, I'll measure insulation of the walls, I'll measure the windows, which way the windows face, and I put them into a computer program that I have that I carry with me, and it will uh, accurately determine the correct size of heating and cooling that you need in your home in order to make it um, comfortable, in order to make it work properly. So you're not going to oversize an air conditioner, which uh, the result would be you can get it as cold as you want, you just can't dehumidify it very well, or you undersize it, in which case you can make it as dry as you want, but it'll never hit target temperature and your hardware bill is going to skyrocket because the unit will just never, ever, ever shut off. So it's critical. Um, it's And customers don't understand that if, uh, if a salesperson's out there selling you a product and just says, yeah, this is the size you need, and you sign on the dotted line, you've just taken responsibility of correctly sizing your air conditioner. So you don't know how to do it. You're assuming that the person you've got in is, is doing his job properly. But once you sign on that and there's no documentation stating that the size should be this, you're on your own. So at least with us, it, because we take responsibility for sizing, if I've made a mistake and then somebody else comes in and does that same calculation and, and I've made a mistake and they, they show my mistake and we correct it, then we'll correct the air conditioner for you. Which we've done. You know, yes. We're not perfect. We do make mistakes. Yes. But when we do, it's how you fix them that yes. will make sure or, or show people how you stand behind your product. Yes. Um, why, are, why is my ductwork making a popping sound when the furnace starts or stops? Wow. So yeah, ductwork is kind of an interesting thing. Uh, it so it is the it's the artery to your heating system. So like we have arteries in our body, same sort of thing. It's the main uh, it's the main vessel that the air travels through, and then uh, the little 
the little ducts you have, the little round ones which go to your house are, are your, that's like your capillaries. Anyways, so the idea is that big trunk line will pressurize in order for all the other ones to get equal air pushed out through them to make the home comfortable. When that ductwork pressurizes, sometimes it'll pop, it'll uh, expand, and then when the furnace turns off, it'll contract. So uh, this is happening probably more and more as we don't use the same gauge of metals that we used to use uh, back 20 years ago. Uh, the sheet metal gauge that we use these days is certainly less than what we have been using, or maybe the metal's just different, but we're getting more and more of it these days. So, you know, our sheet metal uh, guy, Spencer, like he would crease the ductwork to, to strengthen it so that it won't do that. But in maybe a residential new home build, they wouldn't do that. They'll just take uh, prefab stuff and put it together and put it together. So keeping that in mind, you don't realize that till after the system's been running and all of a sudden you've got you've got this noise. The issue is we may or may not be able to find it. Um, and if you've covered up your basement in drywall, we'll never find it and we'll never be able to fix it. So just keeping that in mind, um, you know, it's, if you can, if you can leave that area open for the first year or two, um, cause then if it does happen, at least we can, we can find it and address it. And all we do is we reinforce it so that it won't expand. So the, and they, sometimes they call that oil canning. Oil canning, yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like a pop can if you squeeze it and let it go. Yeah. You hear that kick, kick. Yeah. Coke can. Coke can, or yes. The, um, how often should I have my, and I'm going to separate this, how often should I have my furnace service? Well, uh, it's a gas appliance. We recommend that a natural gas or propane or oil or whatever any combustible product in your home, whether it's a fireplace or furnace, needs to be inspected on an annual basis. So that inspection can happen anytime. It doesn't have to be just before it starts. It can, it can be in the middle of the summer. So I like my equipment serviced in August because it's free time for me. Like it's, I know that my furnace is going to get checked before it turns on and and my air conditioner gets checked because it's near the end of the summer anyway so i mean just get it done on an annual basis and keep doing it on an annual basis and same thing fireplaces are critical don't don't do not not have your fireplace looked at on a regular basis so you've been listening to the inch by inch the home comfort show presented by peter inch and associates heating and air conditioning if you'd like to listen to this show or any of our previous shows, you can go to peterinch.ca and hit our podcast button at the top of the homepage. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from Inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.